Welcome to another episode of the Cook, Eat, Nourish podcast. Today, I'm talking with Sharon Hearn-Smith, Self Essential Living by Sharon, Following on from the end of her marriage in 2020, the closing of her successful food business, Sharon moved to working with plant medicines as a healer and women's empowerment mentor, where she helps women break free from limitations and embrace prioritizing themselves and their well-being as their pathway to success, happiness and fulfillment. We talk about how to take your cup from empty and fill it to overflowing. I hope you enjoy today's podcast and be sure to listen to Sharon's three simple tips to live a healthier life. So welcome to another edition of the Cook, Eat, Nourish podcast with me, Fiona Staunton. Today, I am talking with a very good friend of mine, Sharon Heron-Smith. And Sharon, would you like to introduce yourself to my audience? Hi, Fiona. Oh, it's very exciting to be here with you. As you <laughs> said, very good friends. First of all, I'll say we go way back. I won't give the exact year. It'll give away our timeline, but um, we trained together um, in our Bachelor of Education in Home Economics way back when. And from there, I went on to work with food in the media for 25 years as a freelance food and prop stylist um, and a writer and recipe developer. And I worked with um, lots of celebrity chefs in the UK, in London and New York, and also back here in Ireland as well. Um, and then I went on, I also went on and authored my own cookbooks, No Bake Baking and the No Cook Cookbook. And I featured on um, national TV and radio shows as well here in Ireland, um, as well as brand representation. But it all changed then when uh, following on from the end of my marriage about five years ago, um, uh, doTERRA essential oils had already come into my life when I became a mum 11 years ago and I loved them so much I had already started to work with them on the side of my food business um, but then following the breakdown of my marriage I completely let go of my food business and it was in the in the pandemic time as well when many of us made kind of pivotal shifts um, in our life and business but in that space then that I had created I worked more with the oils and also I began to work with um, ceremonial cacao, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about more in this. If anyone is wondering, they might have heard of it and wondering what exactly it is. And also I now mentor women. Um, I work as a women's empowerment mentor where I help help women break free from limitations and embrace prioritizing themselves and their well-being um, uh, to, as their pathway to happiness and fulfillment. Fantastic. Wow. What a journey. I mean, I remember when we were in college, you were always you did every project like so well and so artistic and creative and you gave yeah 110 percent effort. Um, and we had great fun times together as well. And also, <laughs> I think I can put down my interest in essential oil. I know I can put down my interest in essential oils to you. And now since I attended your cacao ceremony on the beach, I have daily cacao, which I love and I keep telling people about. So, um, yes, you are responsible for a lot of the yeah. uh, the little, what do we call it? I suppose little rituals, really, um, and uh, discovering myself. So thank you very much, Sharon. You're welcome. And thank you for um, being open to it and trusting me as well to but, you know, because, you know, at the time it's like essential oils. What are these things? Ceremonial cacao. But you've been so open and and trusting. Um, and it's 
wonderful to see you use them and the you know the the results that you're having from them as well yeah and even down to the uh the lovely chime oh yes you have to play the chime go oh at one of Sharon's um ceremonies she had that chime and it was just as soon as I heard it I went into total relaxation mode and went straight online to buy it afterwards and I now use that to transition in my day at work um, from one task to another. And during Christmas, I hung it on the um, door from kind of the kitchen to the bathroom utility room. And every time we walked by, myself and my oh, husband would wow. just make Give it a it little flick. Oh, wow. That it's such a stunning sound. I'm not sure if it came, it came across um, on the podcast just now, but, um, but if it hasn't, if anyone comes to any of my <laughs> ritual experiences or anything, I just love it so much. I was in a Kundalini yoga class myself and my teacher um, dangled the chime when we were in Savasana at the end. And I was like, what is that? I need one. Sa- same thing, like straight away went online and bought it. And now since then, I'm trying to, um, I would love to stock them in my store, my online store, but there's a big waiting list for for suppliers. But it's so it's such a lovely sound. And isn't it so gorgeous to have all of these things, like these rituals and just these little things that make such a difference in our day? Yeah, because just I think if things are so hectic, just in an instant, things can can be improved. Like this morning, still getting over kind of a dose I had over Christmas and I was using the the breathe oil and passed that on to my husband. And he's like, oh, yeah, definitely. I need that. And then the chimes and uh, oh, even crystals. OK, we'll stop there. OK, I know. about you. So, Sharon, um, would you like to um, explain how you transitioned from this um, amazing uh, cook who is very creative and living a very colorful um vibrant uh presence out of the food career and into your current career yeah I I loved it so much I love that description colorful and vibrant that was kind <laughs> of I had a whole look as well of like the vintage yes. baker with the beehive and I loved my vintage dresses I still have them um yeah so and so it's not it, for me it wasn't just the cooking it was the whole aesthetics of everything even my kitchen even when I came to do my cookbooks, of course, I was involved in all of the food styling and the prop styling. Um, but for me, yeah, to let all of that go was a really big deal um, because it's it was such a passion of mine. And, and really, I was at the height of my career as well at the time. But um, being becoming a single mom, it became more and more difficult to, you know, I wanted to do ensure that I was continuing to do a professional job and show up always. And it was becoming more and more difficult. And at the same time, um, like I said, I had already started working with doTERRA essential oils and sharing them with other women and moms. And um, I was hugely passionate about them. And I always was wondering for a couple of years, you know, wondering how am I going to like, what's going to happen here? Am I going to just work with the oils? Like I wasn't sure, but I just went with it. But um, yeah, this really heavy energy just came on my creativity around my food work um and if anyone is into like the universe you know guiding you or any of that or maybe you know you're not but basically it was just a heavy energy and I felt really restricted in my creativity um it wasn't as exciting to get up for work every day um and so I just made the call you know what I'm just going to let it go I, I I kept having this intuitive nudge to let it go um and at this point I had begun to really listen to my intuition as well and begin to trust it and realizing you know and this was from the end of my marriage and realizing 
that while sometimes your intuition asks you to do might nudge you to do kind of crazy what sounds like crazy things or things that feel really risky and um, but actually I've learned now to really trust my gut and um, trust my intuition always and so it guided me towards letting go of my food career and um diving in with the oils and then from that point like I said I had more space and time to think as well and while I was working with the oils with women, you know, I realized, oh, well, I, I'm actually mentoring them and helping them in their lives as well. Not just, um, you know, for physical things, like you said, colds and flus and all the rest, but actually uh, mental, emotional and spiritual well-being as well. And so I expanded my into mentoring then into mentoring women in that way um kind of in a separate capacity. But of course, they can use the oils um, to support if they like to. And then at this point, I had already begun drinking ceremonial cacao. I was trying a few different brands, just drinking them for myself because I enjoyed them. Um, And then I came across the brand Magic Earth Cacao and it just like swept me off my feet like Tatera Oils did. And so like that, I was like, I need to share this with other people. And so now I am trained as a facilitator uh, with cacao also. And it has just really helped me like expand my my suite, my range of ways that I can help and support women as well. Fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, and it's a lovely space that you're able to create for people from your own experience, as well as the whole food background with the oils and the cacao and, you know, your own personal stories. I think it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a very interesting package yeah. And I actually that's just reminded me as well. My my I've just um created new ritual experiences, which are an expanded version of my ceremony, my cacao ceremonies, which you have come to. But the rituals um bring into play the like an oil ritual as well, journaling, meditation, all of the lovely things that I love to use to support me now in my life. But actually, I'm now bringing food into it as well. And I'm now serving and uh, making and serving um like vegan food to the women that come as well in this particular experience. So it's interesting the way food has come back um, in this real soul nourishing way as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing you need. We all need food. And I think it is it is just so nourishing. Unfortunately for some people, it's just a, you know, a, a fuel rather than it can be so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is, that was your transition. So in terms of the essential oils, um, I suppose two questions are one might be how you'd use it in in daily life, and um, secondly might be the do- why you've chosen the DoTerra and, and why that's the particular one over one that you might see in many different shops, etc. Mm, great question, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start there. So like over the years, I was always drawn to essential oils, just, you know, randomly, I would always be drawn into a health food store or whatever. I'd go in and say, oh, I have this going on. What would you have for it? And they might give me an oil. So I didn't know a huge amount about about them, but I knew that I was drawn to using them. And particularly when I had my um, kids, when I had uh, Pearl is 11, now she's my eldest. So I was, you know, really adamant that I really wanted to use all natural products uh, with her. And so I began to explore more and more products. And so then I found myself like online, going between loads of different shops, trying to find all the natural things. Um, but when doTERRA came into my life, then I actually received a gift of a kit of 10 oils and a diffuser, which was a lovely gift. 
Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is actually like a medicine cabinet. My friend was kind of teaching me what each one was for and how to use it. And I was like, this is like a medicine cabinet. I actually don't even need to go to like all of these places now. I have it here at home at my fingertips. Um, and so, but the thing with doTERRA was that the the difference was again, it just kind of like swept me from under my feet. And I was like, why are these so different to anything else I've ever tried before? And by the way, doTERRA um, can't be bought in stores. You can only buy it from um, wellness advocates like myself. Um, but I was like, what? So what's what, like, there's something radically different about these. And so I want to know the science always, how it works. Um, and so I did my research and was blown away by it. Um, uh, for example, like balance oil, I know that's one of your favorites as well. The balance oil blend was one of the first ones that I used that I was that I was really intrigued. Like, how does this work? Um, and it it has loads of, you know, it's derived from loads of trees. So it's really grounding. Uh, balance is great for like calming, grounding, centering. Um, and when I did the research on it, I realized that it has the, the plant chemical compounds in there um, that help. Uh, when we when we're stressed our body like floods with acid and the compounds in there help to bring it back to alkaline and so for me not that I not that I um didn't trust like the oils but it, for me it was like grounding to know the science behind it but also the the difference I realized as well is that doTERRA use 100% pure oil there's nothing else in the bottle and a bottle of oil can say 100% pure if it has just one drop of oil in there and you you will find that there might be a lot of fillers, metals, um, a lot of oils are adulterated as well. Um, for example, frankincense, which is one of my faves as well. Uh, frankincense, what I was used to buying in in stores, I might have been spending 12, 15 euros on a bottle. Now with doTERRA, it's um, it depends on if it's retail or the wholesale price, but it's you know, just just below like between 75 and 100 which might sound shocking, but it's because every drop is pure frankincense. And so the effects of it are incredible and a little goes a long way. And by the way, there's ways of getting it free <laughs> <laughs> points, which is what I do with doTERRA now. Um, and I'm sorry, what was your other, oh, the ways that I use the, the oils yeah. as well. Um, so, so you can use them aromatically. Like I mentioned, the diffuser, you can inhale them from your hands Um. I have a car diffuser as well. You can, you know, while I'm driving, I might diffuse peppermint to help keep me alert while I'm driving and awake. And also if the girls um, have any like motion sickness or anything, it really helps with that. Um, so aromatically is a great way to use it. I also use them as my pure fume now. I no longer use perfume. Um, so it's a non-toxic pure fume because they smell wonderful. Um, and then topically, so you can literally apply them topically to perhaps like I would have like my lower back might pain me or my shoulders at the end of the day. So I would apply deep blue um, or maybe you might have some like itchy skin or kind of skin complaints and lavender is brilliant for calming the skin. And um, or you just might like to apply them topically. Um, like again, I like the, these are kind of physical um, things that I'm talking about but I use them for um, emotional but also spiritual as well so for those spiritual people listening like I love to um, roll um, an oil I'm working with in particular right now is called Abravite and I roll it around my navel because it's a really uh, uh, open kind of spiritual gateway and as I'm doing it I'm affirming like that I 
that I live in ease, like that life is easy. Um, and and that's a great oil to support for that. Um, and then and then and then, yeah, ingesting them. So people might say you can't ingest essential oils. And that is true, um, except for doTERRA's brand. And you can't ingest all of them. Um, for example, the tree um, derivatives, et cetera. But um, you can like lovely citrus oils, herby oils, as many of them that you can ingest. And again, the reason that doTERRA would say that they're safe to ingest is because they are pure oil. And of course, there are safety guidelines around it. Um, but I love to drink it in my water. I might make um, like a warm, like again, a lovely peppermint tea using the, the oil instead of a tea bag. Um, I put them in my food. So again, at my ritual experience, um, the dressings are going to have the oils in there for flavor as well. And that way we're getting um, all of the lovely compounds and their beneficial effects as well. Okay. A lot to take in at the beginning. Yeah, isn't it? That- that was a was that a that's a long answer. I like I like to talk. No, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, I uh, I've been using for years the Serenity is a brand from DoTerra, but I've been using that for sleep. And when the kids were younger, um, and they might have challenges for sleep, I found that brilliant. And I used to be I used to find it difficult to go asleep, and uh, so that is always by my bedside and then I kind of dip in and dip out of, of lots of other ones at, at different times but they they do uh smell amazing and I think as you know I do the the menopause cooking course and I think Clary Cam is a lovely one for that I hate sorry I shouldn't say I hate but I I don't I don't find the uh, Clary Sage very pleasant smelling but I think the Clary Cam is is a lovely balance and really handy just to to have in your bag and to put it on the the inside of your wrist so I really like that one and, and you know I'm sure I've said this to you before but um you know if there's an oil that you feel like oh I don't like that or you feel repelled by well then that's an invitation for you know what what is the energy of that uh of the oil what is it bringing that you're resistant to and so therefore the invitation to work with it <laughs> we, we, we'll, we'll get the, yeah, we'll get yeah. there at least with the crystals these days I'm kind of going okay what am I drawn to so yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll get there with the with the oils. But um okay, so we've done yeah. We've done the um transition of your your food career and the essential oils. So the cacao, would you mind explaining to people? Because I think it's it is something relatively new in Ireland, but has lots of history. And so I'd love to know a little bit more about how it is um you know how it's grown the benefits that it could have and perhaps the uh how the ceremonies might work and the uh yeah and what you can people can get when they uh perhaps find it in a health food store compared to ones you might be looking at yeah so and actually that that, that's a good first point um ceremonial cacao is completely different to you might know like i know a lot of your listeners are into their health and well-being so they might likely know um cacao as in like you would buy it in a powder form or maybe cacao nibs and this is like same same but different (laughs) so this can't be bought in um in a health food store um but so i work with magic earth cacao and they have two varieties one from peru and one from guatemala and that's where this particular cacao is from the if i can say it correctly criollo bean um, there's a few different types of cacao beans 
And there, there, well, there are two other types of cacao beans, and that's where your normal chocolate that we're, you know, our commercial chocolate that we're used to eating would come from. Um, and chocolate, um, of course, is like processed. There might be a whole load of different varieties in it. It's processed with milk, sugar, like all the things. And so while it tastes the same, so I should say, yes, the ceremony cacao, we I I we have it as um like a hot chocolate drink. That's how we consume it. Um, so while it might taste similar to chocolate in that sense, um, it is very different energetically. So um the the Criollo um bean makes the ceremonial cacao. So the 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 brands that I work with, one from Guatemala, one from Peru, they're coming from their single origin. They're coming from um, land that has been taken care of by indigenous farmers and families for thousands of years. Um, they take great care in the way that they grow um, and nurture the plant and the land um, and also um, the way they process it. So they ferment it. It's all done by hand. Um, they ferment it. Um, the beans are roasted as well. Um, and even as they're preparing the cacao, they're praying over it. They're giving it, um, you know, loads of sacred energy and the energy, the spirit energy of Mama Cacao is in the, the chocolate as well. And it, it retains um, the spirit energy because of the way that it's treated literally through that whole process. Um, and then it's shipped direct um, to us here in Ireland um so it has loads of health benefits which i know your listeners will likely love so one of the main ones is theobromine which is um it back in back in the day like thousands by the way thousands of years ago this particular um cacao was used uh, for medicinal purposes and so that's what we're using it for nowadays as well but the theobromine was known as the food of the gods um, and it's actually a natural stimulant. So a lot of people now are giving up their or reducing their coffee intake and using cacao instead, because obviously we know with coffee, it's, you know, you have your your spike and then there might be a drop. I don't drink coffee myself because I'm I actually am really sensitive to the caffeine. And um, there's only a trace of caffeine in the cacao. But this natural stimulant is brilliant for energy um for concentration for focus for creativity um and also it has anandamide the bliss molecule as well so you feel very relaxed um you can feel very relaxed each time i drink a cup um it tends i tend to have a different kind of feeling from it it depends on my the energy that i'm in and of course the energy of the particular block of cacao that i'm working with as well um, but it has loads of lovely things like magnesium, flavonoids, calcium. It also iron. It is the highest plant source of iron in the world. Um, and it basically is a heart opening medicine. It, it, it's a vasodilator. So it opens our heart. Um, and that's all part of the, I suppose, the, the relaxed feeling, the bliss feeling as well. Um, I always get a great sense of calm and relaxation from it, too. What, what's been your experience with it, Fiona? You've been drinking it. Um, yeah, well, I've just found uh, in the first one I did with you in a ceremony, uh, a much deeper meditation. So I, I traditionally would tend to be a more, um, you know, busy living in the, the current um, practical world as such and not really developing the, the spiritual side of things. But each of the times I've done the ceremony, I find that I would have a deeper meditation, but it's something that I just feel 
called to do every day. So every single morning, it's usually in my space. I have an hour or so to myself every morning. I get up at six o'clock. I'll do a gratitude journal and I have my cup of cacao and I love it. Um, and often then I, I'm not often, but I might then dip in a, a, during the day as well. But um, yeah, they generally be the the experience that, that I would have with it. And Sharon, I know you did a lot of training in terms of um, the cacao. Do you know, so I know I would describe in my cookery demos about how the cocoa beans and the pod and laid out and fermented and then how it's made into cocoa powder and cocoa butter or cocoa nibs. Do you know how it is processed from that fermented bean into the block? Um, so it's not it's not separated like that. You might find when you're drinking your cacao, you can see like the oil droplets on it as well. It's all part of the richness. It's not separated and obviously it's not dried um, like into the powder form as such, like it's not dehydrated. But they they when they have the paste that once it's ferment, roasted, fermented and they grind it into a paste on the original stones, and um, they just pop it into a mold and it sets into the shape. And then each mold is a bar. It's either like the Peruvian is a bar and the Guatemalan is a round um, bar, bar as such. And, and okay, that's- so it's a ground. It's the fermented beans are ground is how it's actually processed. Yes, yes. done on a stone with the traditional cultures. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So now, next question, people, I'm I'm sure are thinking if they're not used to it is, how do you make it? Oh yeah. So I I okay. So the 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 traditional original way is simply with water, um, and it's it's actually the way that I used to always drink it. Um, it's very it's quite it can be quite bitter particularly the Guatemalan more than the Peruvian it can be quite bitter so you might like to add um a natural sweetener like a, a honey or a maple syrup um but the original way is water and actually uh, Fiona I'm gone back to for the, for for this month now I'm gone back stripped it right back because I was adding so many things to it and I thought I would just want to go back to taste it and be you know to its natural purity and sacredness but what I do love to do also is make it with oat milk. It's really important not to have any dairy with it um, because of the, the receptor um, cells inside us. But uh, I love to have it with oat milk. I even make like a frothy top with the oat milk, oat milk as well. It's important not to boil whatever liquid you use um, to treat really treat the cacao um, in its sacredness. Um, so I would heat up the liquid pop in the amount of cacao it's really important to use the right dose um a ceremonial dose is approximately 50 grams and like an everyday dose that i like to have is about 20 grams of it and then once it melts in you can add anything else that you like maybe some coconut oil um or i like to add in my essential oils as well i love frankincense geranium wild orange is gorgeous in there or peppermint or and you can also add spices as well i love to add cinnamon um nutmeg um cayenne is lovely a little pinch of cayenne a little bit of salt might be nice in there so fiona i know that might be singing to your heart like the making the recipe so you really make it as you like it yourself but um yeah i definitely would recommend to try it first of all with water it is quite bitter and again just add a bit of sweetener to to tone it down and sharon do you so do you add the cacao into the saucepan while it's still on the heat um you can do but just not to allow it to boil um okay. yeah just not to allow it to boil 
And I've also heard as well, uh, to adding tahini into it can be really nice. Oh, yes. Actually, I forgot about that. I heard that a long time ago and I haven't tried it. Yeah. That would be, it would make it really nice and creamy as well. Yeah. Okay. Really nice. Okay. So, um, but I, I actually, I was just going to say, actually, I have a recipe. If anyone is on Instagram, um, I'm on there, Sharon Hearn Smith or essential living by Sharon, but I have a reel on there, you know, a really quick reel showing how you make it. If you want to visually see it. Exactly. From the, yeah. Cause it, until you've tried it or seen it, it, it is a little bit of a mystery because it's not something that is part of our Irish culture traditionally. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So, um, how do you manage to stay on top of healthy eating and habits and home and everything with, with a busy life? Oh, gosh. great question. And uh, yeah, and my, my life definitely got busier with, uh, with, with becoming a single mom. My girls are now 11 and seven. So things are getting a little bit easier with them, but it's full on. I run my own business. Um, I, you know, have the girls on my own most of the time. And, and now I'm really committed to looking after myself, which is what I didn't do in the past um and how you know was the reason for my life kind of crashing really in the end and, and the big change is happening um but I number one I now really put myself first and I know that might be activating for a lot of people like what before your children but of course I look after my children and you know their needs are often ahead of mine you know when they're when the, whoever shouts the loudest <laughs> but um essentially I look after my own needs first I make sure I exercise well. Um, I have my oil rituals. I have all of my rituals, things that you talked about, the cacao, um, even just stopping for a moment and breathing. I journal, I meditate. And in the past, I used to listen to people saying, you know, that they did like all of this every day. And how is that even possible? And I'm not saying I am an angel and I do all of it every day, but absolutely in the morning times, for me, it works out the age the kids are. I get up um, about quarter past half five in the morning and start my rituals. And so, and then I get the kids up by half seven, quarter past half seven. And so I know for me, I feel so good from it. And I know for me, I don't care what else happens in the day. Um, the day can fall apart around me, but my cup is now full. And from that place, I have so much more energy. I feel happier. I know that I've taken care of myself and therefore I have an overflowing cup that I can take care of my children and take care of like friends and family and my clients and customers um, from a really good and grounded place. But, um, you know, how, how do I make all of that happen? <laughs> and really it's down to um, making the decision, you know, that I this is how I want my life to be. Um, and it took many years to to turn my life around for it to be like this. So it wasn't an overnight thing. Um, but I made the I've made the commitment to myself. Um, and also I'm really organized like you, Fiona, we're like peas in a pod. <laughs> uh, very organized. And even I know you're doing great work with women now around, um, of course, like your menopause cooking, but around even meal planning, you know, the, the basics like that's all great having all of the recipes. And for me, it's all great saying I want to do all of these things, but like, how can I actually make it happen? And it's having a plan. Um, so even even down to my meals to make sure that we eat healthily all the time, I do plan it out. That's probably our inner home ec, isn't it? Coming out, 
but I do plan it out at the start of the week. And, and any of my friends who come here, they're like, oh, look at that clipboard. That's interesting. Tell me about that. And I'm like, if anyone asks me what's for dinner, just look at the clipboard. Um, but I plan out all my meals. My, you know, I have lots of things delivered to my home now as well. So it cuts out time shopping. Um, so it's just getting it's just getting clever in this ever busy world. Um, but like you said, going, you know, going from the business to actually take time for yourself. And I know that a lot of women would say it's just not possible or I get little pockets of it, but it's not enough. Or I might plan something and it gets pushed out of my um, diary or calendar because of somebody else's need. But actually, it's really, really important to put ourselves first and to keep that space. And so one of the one of the other key things besides making the commitment is having the boundaries. So first of all, having the boundaries with myself um, but then having boundaries with other people as well around my time. Okay, and you've been doing quite a bit of um, helping a lot of other people and and doing these free masterclasses on on boundaries. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I have uh, one of my offerings um, that's ongoing. I have um, a boundary challenge. So I have a a boundary program called Boundary Babes. um, But to get a little taster of that um, beforehand, I have um, a three day boundary challenge. And even within that transformations the women are experiencing is amazing. Um, yeah, because like that, I think we, we, we like we certainly in the past, I would have heard like I knew what a boundary was essentially, but I didn't know how to create it for me. Was it even possible how to voice it, how to come up against resistances, all of that. So I love to help women with all of that to help them essentially um, have a better quality of life and look after themselves. Yeah. And I think the whole thing of how to fill your cup, first of all, I know because at this stage, we're often the sandwich generation looking after elderly parents and kids and the business and so many things. And, you know, I really have discovered how important it is. You you know, you can't pour from from an empty cup. So um, but I guess that leads to one question I have for you, Sharon, if you get up at quarter past five. What time do you go to sleep? at? Go to bed at. <laughs> I could actually go to bed at about. 7.38, but my children will not allow it. Um, but the kids are asleep by kind of 9, 9.30, um, and I get straight into bed then. And I don't always go asleep straight away, but yeah, early early on. But by 11 at the latest, I'm asleep, yeah. But at least I'm, I'm in bed from like 9.30, definitely. And, and, and on some days, if I'm super tired, I will have a nap at about four o'clock <laughs> to get me through. Yeah, definitely. I Yeah, if I need to have a nap, I'll often... Oh. Uh, you know, no matter how much work I have on my to-do list, it's always going to be there. Oh, by the way, that reminds me, I haven't mentioned about Venus Day. I've got to get Venus Day in. My Fridays that I take to myself. Oh, now. yes, of course. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. This is a big part of it. So the, so the nap in the, in the daytime is like Venus time, but I actually now take Venus Day, which was, again, a part of me really looking after myself. Um, I just started taking uh, like one Friday morning every two weeks, first of all. Um, and then I grew it to like a day every two weeks and now it's every single Friday. It's like my time. And some, some days I have the kids, some days I don't. Um, but I make sure that I really look after myself. I don't cook, I don't clean. The kids can almost fend for themselves. You know, meals are already made and, um, but it's my Venus time where I take care of myself. And then I filter that all throughout the week. Um, I've learned the to-do list is always going to be there and I can either, stay on that stay on that hamster wheel of do 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 go 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 burn out burn out burn out which is what I was doing all the time or actually I can get off loads and have a little rest and look after myself and then get back on and be well able for it great well done brave yeah I admire the uh 
what you've done there. And it's, you know, it is so true. It's it, baby steps, I think maybe for, for some of us, but that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Definitely. And Sharon, I would always ask people um, on my podcast about three tips that they would give something actionable that people can take to improve their health. What would your top three tips be? So, um, so mine would be, um, I, I, I kind of touched on it in what I said earlier, but like decide what you're going to do that is right for you. Like, first of all, literally identifying what you need, how you're feeling, what you need. So I think there are two crucial questions that helped me to turn things around. And then what am I going to do? What are you going to do that's right for you? And not should things like I should exercise. I, I was allergic to exercise um, for so long. And you know why? It was because I I um, associated exercise with I always my why was always because I want to lose weight. And so that was never going to last. I always just fell off the wheel. Um, but um, a few years ago, I decided, no, I need like more. I need deeper, more meaningful whys. And they are now that I want to be here and healthy and happy for as long as possible for myself and for my children. Um, and I want to like hold my business expansion. I want to feel good in my skin. I love clothes. I want to be able to wear what I want, you know, all of those things. So now I'm addicted to exercise. <laughs> I love it. So decide what's right for you. What's right for one person might, might not be right for you. And don't give up easily either. Um, and then two, well, that's actually at number two, dig deep for your why. Um, because that will really help you to keep focused and committed when the going gets tougher, when the excuses come up or when the alarm goes off at quarter past five and you're wrecked and you don't want to get up, you know, dig, you have whys that you're really grounded in. And then thirdly, to stay committed no matter what. You might need to um, make adjustments to what you're doing. Maybe this, you know, you're doing a type of exercise you actually really don't like. You've tried it and tried it and you really don't like and um, make adjustments, but just to, to stay committed to you and do it um, do it like it's by you and do it for you. So they're my, my three tips. Fantastic. Yeah. Really, uh, useful, practical tips. Um, yeah. And not food-based. Um, oh yes. <laughs> but of course the food could come into that because maybe what's right for you is, um, to eat more healthily or to finally go on that menopause food journey that you've been watching Fiona <laughs> talk about. <laughs> And so, Sharon, I know you have um, lots of different offerings from your essential oils to your courses, your cacao ceremonies, your ritual days, etc. And we will put um, links below to some of the things. But I think you also have uh, a little freebie for everyone. Would you like to, to explain what it is you have? Oh, yes, I have my um, daily routine cheat sheet. <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful to say. Um, but like that, you know, women would say to me that like, that's not possible for me. How is that possible? So get hold of my cheat sheet and it will show you what I do in a day. Um, and I also give a little bit about like creating instant boundaries um, to that you can implement so that you can really put yourself first. Um, yeah. So that's my my free download for your lovely listeners. Thank you. And um, so do you want to explain the rituals experience? So you have those, I think, running quite regularly. So we'll put a link down below. What yes, was that, on, it was might that be, for and what might they expect? So, yeah, and it, it might be depending, you know, when when someone is listening to this, it might have changed to a different name. But it's basically about bringing uh, women together in community for that connection. We've obviously, you know, missed for a long time now. So really bringing uh, women back together. And 
I whatever I do, I always share my rituals um, that have supported me in taking good care of myself. So whether you're already practiced with your rituals and you just want to come and connect with other women in that space, or you've never tried um, rituals before, like journaling, gratitude, meditation, cacao, the, the essential oils, um, whatever it might be, just taking time and space for you is crucial. And that's what I love um, to give the women the opportunity to do in these spaces. And I guess that's a, a physical space that you're holding for these? Yeah. Yeah. So I did, I did do a lot of online. I still do a little bit of online, but mostly it's in person now. So um, currently it's in Dublin where I live, um, but I, I am arranging collabs with other people around the country as well. So definitely keep an eye on my social media and my website to see what's going on. Fantastic. And then the, um, the free three-day boundary challenge as well. You have one of those coming up, I believe. Yeah. So currently, as we're talking now, I have one coming up in a couple of weeks time. So again, you can find the link to register for that. Uh, it's actually on Eventbrite, but you can come on to my um, social media um, to find the link to register for that. And again, yeah, whatever time you're listening to this, I will likely have the boundary challenge again or another uh, way that I'm supporting women at the time. Yeah. Fantastic. So thank you so much, Sharon. It's been uh, great to chat to you. If you wouldn't mind, just I will put all the links below, but just letting reminding people where they might be able to get in touch with you or follow to, to find out more about your uh, very interesting journey. And um, yeah. Yeah. So you can find me. My website and online store is called essentiallivingbysharon.com. And but and you can you can connect with me there. Um, in fact, you can book a complimentary doTERRA consult on there as well um, or book a mentoring call with me. Um, but I love to hang out over on Instagram, Sharon Hearn Smith um, or Essential Living by Sharon and the same on Facebook as well. Fantastic. So thank you very much, Sharon. Thank you for having me and to your listeners. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast on Cook, Eat, Nourish with me, Fiona Staunton of Fiona's Food for Life. I'd really appreciate if you would subscribe, rate and review the podcast to help spread the word. And if you pop over to my website, fionasfoodforlife.ie, you'll find lots of recipes, videos, inspiration and upcoming courses. Thanks a million.